Hey, it's Danny, Vicky, Joe, and Sarah. You may know us from the BJ and Mig show. Yep, and if you love the show, we got something exciting for you. It's the show after the show podcast. Here it is, our podcast where we talk about, well, everything. A new one every week at KISW.com under podcasts. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on the Odyssey app, KISW.com, or wherever you get podcasts. Enjoy! This is an intro to a podcast. But not just any podcast. It's not during or before. This is the show. After the show. Show after the show. Podcast. We are back. Welcome to the show after the show podcast. Woo! I am Vicky Barcelona. With me is Ooh Sarah. Oh, hey. Also with me is Joey D's. Hello! And Danny V. Hi. Sarah, if people wanted to get a hold of us, how can they contact us? Well, we have an Instagram. It's the show after the show pod. Message us, comment on us, do all the fun things. And I will like to say that uh, I tried finding audio of myself as a youngin'. Couldn't find it. However, I found a very entertaining video of me doing the Macarena to my shadow. And then my dad secretly filming me. I love that so, so much. If you go to the show after the show pod, you can check it out because it's pretty embarrassing and I have no rhythm. I think everyone <laughs> did the Macarena when they were a kid. I used to get paid to do the Macarena. What? what? The Macarena. Why? Because I had say a, like that. a Macarena. Because I had I had a creepy old lady who lived next door. She actually wasn't that creepy. She was super nice, but for some reason she thought it was the funniest thing that I would do the Macarena for money. <laughs> and so she would invite me over when her like little old lady friend groups would come, and I would do the Macarena, and they would give me like twenty bucks. It's like when you you see uh, like other little kids doing embarrassing <laughs> stuff and getting paid for it, except yours sounds way creepier. It, it yeah. sounds a lot creepier than it was. It wasn't creepy. My mom no. was there the whole time. Uh, it's just like, okay, we're going to make you do this embarrassing thing. We're going to laugh at you, but here's a few bucks. Yeah. I was going to say, if you change Danny's age to be a little older, he's just a stripper at that point. Yeah. I wasn't is. getting naked, A, a dancer, Joe. okay? Oh, sorry. Da- exotic dancer. <laughs> 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 I wish I got paid for someone. Someone, if I did the Macarena, they'd pay me. I'll talk to your husband about that. Yeah. Oh, he would pay me actually, <laughs> especially if it was like a strip Macarena. Cool. I mean, strip Macarena. Thank you. Sorry for making this weird already, uh, but uh, you were referring to your husband, and this kind of reminds me of a topic we had today, and it got a little saucy. Oh, a little spicy. It led up to uh, Vicky B. Or sorry, wait, wait. Which one? Which one? yeah, Vicky B. Called Sarah a bitch on the air. Yeah, she uh-huh. did. In. Which isn't the first time I feel like I've done that. Um, sure wasn't. <laughs> no, but maybe on air it was. I mean, I'm sure I've done it on previous podcasts. You kind of raised your voice at me. Yeah, because everyone's like, "You're so quiet," and I had mentioned, "I'm like, hey, here are my thoughts," and then everyone's like. Wait, what did you say again? Nobody paid attention except BJ. <laughs> if so, you missed it, you should definitely yeah, take a listen. the greatest moment on the show. I was just like, okay, so I need to speak loudly. I'm not yelling. I'm just speaking in all caps. Check out the 8 o'clock hour of the BJ Miggs daily podcast mm-hmm. if you want to hear all about it. Uh, but basically, somebody had uh, sent us a message saying like they are uncomfortable with their fiancé removing their engagement ring while they work because they notice they get more tips that way. He was upset by it and wanted to kind of get our opinions and how we feel about it. And Sarah was like, no, you need to keep that ring on. She was triggered by this. I believe she was a bartender, yes. yes and her um, fiancé went in to surprise her and noticed that she wasn't wearing the ring. So didn't talk to him beforehand, didn't know that she wasn't wearing it when she worked, just was kind of blindsided, I would say. 
I'm like, I feel like <laughs> if, if I had a significant other that was a server and we were married, like, I would kind of expect it. I wouldn't be surprised. Be like, oh, okay, cool. As long as it's back on and work together and everything else. But, like, when you're at a job where you're relying on tips, it makes a lot of sense that you have to look a certain way and kind of talk a certain way as well. I got a question for both Danny and Sarah, because Sarah, you're married now. And Danny, you were married at one point. Yeah. Is that something that you notice? Because I am hor- I don't even notice when people change their hair. Like, you guys were yelling at me about that oh. earlier this week because I, you guys both got haircuts and I was oblivious. I did not get a haircut, Joe. Yeah, we dyed our hair. So I dyed your hair, changed your hair in some way. Danny usually wears hats, so it's kind of hard to tell sometimes. It was literally today. He hasn't worn a hat all day. and yeah. he, his, mm-hmm. his He's staring at me shaved. and no, I, he no, might kill me. I'm thinking that Vicky didn't notice either. No, so I, I did. No, she didn't. Oh. She did not notice. I'm just noticing that you didn't really do your roots real good. I didn't want to do them real good. That was t- intentional, ma'am. Uh, also. Because I'm just like... They, they look a little bronzy. You needed to add a little bit of the purple conditioner. I don't like toner. I, love this. I don't like toner. toner. Um, Joey, like toner. that's why I was like, I don't want to say anything. Going back to your question, are you talking about noticing whether engagement or wedding rings? So I say once you get married and the ring is a normal thing you wear every day, do you actively notice if your significant other isn't wearing their ring? Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought you meant like single ladies, like you go out and you don't notice if they're wearing a ring or not. Because that's like the first thing now I check. Same. If if my girl is into a guy or something, I immediately look at their left hand. Ooh. And I'm like, Same. let me see if they're taken or not. See, and it's funny because I actually got hit on more when I had my wedding ring on than I did without a wedding ring. I think it's probably because they felt, quote unquote, safe to hit on you, thinking that you wouldn't hit on them back or touch them, mm. which I think is I yes. I disagree no. with that 100%. Yeah, they probably just are like, oh, no commitment. I can just bang him and then leave. Yeah. Or <laughs> there was multiple either, intentions with those ones. It's either that or they're like, I'm going to slay this man who already has committed relationships with other people and I'm going to conquer it. Like there's that weird like I'm going to be better than this other woman kind of mentality with some ladies. Like power tripping. Yeah. It's weird. So to answer your question and I know I already know Sarah's answer but uh, my my answer is actually the same as hers surprisingly. Yes, I I would have noticed if if she my ex-wife wasn't wearing her ring or vice versa. I know that she would have noticed if I wasn't. And I would actually think that she would she would probably notice less than I was. I'm just I'm pretty observant with that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, and uh, so yeah, especially when we were like going through our separation and stuff, I noticed immediately that she had taken her ring off, mm. and I was like, oh, okay. Well, right. here we are. <laughs> yeah, I guess mine's coming off now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I always notice when J Rubs isn't wearing his. Do you notice it like first thing in the morning, or is it more of like a throughout the day? You're like, hey, where's your ring? No, yeah, it's usually like throughout the day, and yeah. he has like his real one which is like gold legit big pimpin but he only wears that when we're like going out to dinner or something mm-hmm. right he doesn't wear it on the daily he wears like these rubber ones but uh, he has ADD so he's always playing with it he always mm-hmm. takes it off and just like folds it and makes it a shape and it is so cool <laughs> and so then he'll just like, one. he'll leave it on the hassock or the whatever and I'm like babe where's your ring he's like oh Oh, yeah. You know, thank God they came in like a pack of 20. So we have a lot of rubber ones. It's funny, too, because I feel like now that, you know, you've you've only been married for what, three months now, four months? Four, yep. So it's like it's as as it gets because I was married for two years and that's not I mean, that's not even that long. But I was married for two years. And by the, when I took mine off, I felt weird without it. Yeah. Like it was one of those like. I didn't want like I I wasn't married anymore, but I was like, well, I kind of still want to wear the ring, but right. at, at the same time, like I was like, well, no, why am I wearing this? You feel naked, yeah, yeah. I take it off uh, when I work out or usually when I shower, and even for like that, you know, half hour, hour, I'm still like, oh wow, now I feel. Do you wear it while you sleep? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'd end up scratching myself at some point in the night. Oh, maybe, but you get used to it. <laughs> and I love it. So I always want to wear it. All right. So, I mean, Joe, you don't wear a whole lot of jewelry. Nope. You uh, should. Yeah. Get your ears pierced. Oh, nope. I know what you guys should do when you go to Dallas, but that's a conversation for a few minutes from now. When you eventually, if you eventually decide you want to get married, how would you feel about wearing a ring? Like, oh, would you I'd do, have no like, problem. Doing the rubbery one? Or would you do the metal one? Oh, that's tough. I don't know. I definitely wouldn't be have any have any problem with a rubber one. I don't know about you know. Oh man, I get. I'd, see, I'm an, I'm an artistic person. I love that kind of stuff. So jewelry, I probably would love to wear it. But I I'm a symmetry guy. So I might have to have one on each because uh, okay, I don't yeah. like one ring on one hand and one not on one on the other. So all of a sudden, Joey's the big pimp that's wearing rings all on rings. <laughs> I'm uh, so curious what you would create if you ever uh, are to get married. I'd make fun of you, but I'm the exact same way. If I ever do wear when I used to wear jewelry a lot more, uh, like I had to have the same number of rings on each hand. Yeah, Otherwise, definitely. I'd go nuts. I've always wanted to get a chain, actually. What, what kind of chain? A silver chain around my neck. Yeah. I've always oh, wanted one, but I've never it. thought I could pull it off. What do you mean you can't pull it off? I just, like I don't have one? that confidence to wear one. Like, I don't know. I want like a small one that has something hanging from it. That, that's Maybe that'll to me. give you the confidence. I can though. make you one. I make a lot of jewelry at home. Maybe, yeah. But I, I also know that I jump a lot at these emo nights that we go to. So it might not last no, very long. No, just get you a cheap one. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. We could buy a bunch of different ones that are the same thing. Like, a, like an upside down cross. Oh, Ooh, gosh. edgy For emo night. See, oh, oh I I'd be down there. with that. <laughs> okay, Joey, I'm actually super curious on your opinion. If you were married, yeah, right, or if you did just propose to, you know, a woman, a man, whatever, whatever, <laughs> and they are working, and you, you were this texter, you surprise them, and they're not wearing the ring you bought them. How would you feel about it? Oh, because they were at work making money. Oh, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, yeah, sure. You wouldn't care. No, not at all. Mm-mm. No. I'm a see. That's me. I'm stupidly trustworthy. Okay. Like I'm just like yeah, Aww, makes sense. Oh, that's so sweet. So I, you've never been cheated on? Uh, not really. Not not. I mean, not officially. No, wasn't I an mean, official relationship. I found out that there's been women I've been sleeping with that were sleeping with other men. Okay, but stupidly I, trustworthy. Yeah. You thought you were monogamous, but you never had that conversation. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. You didn't make it official. Yeah. So you were just dumb. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay, so apparently, I think, Danny, you were on this. You're the side of Joey and Vicky as well, right? Which is what? Which is totally fine with it. If my if your ex-wife was bartending, but you guys were still married, she wasn't wearing her ring. I think I'm on the side of them as long as we had a conversation about mm-hmm. it. You know, I, I think it's I think that the, the texture was didn't set it up for me right because it was like, oh, I just noticed that she wasn't wearing. Or, yeah, she's never she didn't talk to she him. She didn't before. talk to him. And that that's kind of like a weird thing for me is and because I'm all about communication. So at that point, if like if my girlfriend now got a job bartending or something and well, I guess girlfriend is different because it's not wife. But if, if she had like something that she always wore for me. I, and that maybe that's a conversation. Maybe get her something else, like a necklace that's really special to you guys. It's different because it's on that I finger. I know, but I'm saying that's where you have the conversation and say, like, as long as I'm wearing this, I'm always thinking about no you. No dude is going to be like, hey, can I get that's a dirty martini? And, oh, is that necklace from your boyfriend? That's not the <laughs> point. I'm saying it's going to make him feel better if you're going to get more tips. See, my thing with the whole, like, idea of they need to be wearing the engagement ring the entire time it feels very possessive it feels like 
I own this person. And I feel like having that mentality nowadays with each other, it just doesn't seem very healthy. I don't to me. get that at all, though. That's I the think vibe I got. We're like, in love. I gave you this piece of jewelry that was very expensive that is showing my love to you that I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And you're not even going to wear it at your your job at the place you're at. Most of the day, most of the time in your life, pretty much. My thing with the whole, like, I believe that if you have boundaries, you're like, this is a deal breaker for me. This is something that is important to me. I feel like you should be able to express that. If she's like, you know what, this is not something I care about. Like, that's fine. I'll continue to wear my ring or I don't want to wear my ring. Then you can decide, you know what, maybe this isn't going to work out. That being said, for me, if I was in her situation, be like, you know what, this just like, a piece of jewelry, yeah, it's a nice symbol and everything, but our love is our love, okay? Like, that's not the definitive of how much you spent on this doesn't make our love greater or poor or whatever. It's just an object. So you wouldn't put it back on? If I was working? Yeah. No. Mm, I'd be like, you know what? The no. whole, this love is this just, doesn't, like, it, it's just our object. But it's when an object. He's, when he's like, well, okay, well, you'll get less money. That's the money. Yeah. You'll get less money, but we don't need the money, he said in the text, right? We're fine with the money. If you're going to get less money, but it's going to make me uncomfortable. That's just not still- the kind of relationship I would want. Honestly, I'd be like, Damn. you know what? See, I feel like you, this is like an ownership thing. And I'm like, maybe this isn't the relationship for I me. Get Have the ring back. at all. That's the vibe I get. I'm not trying to own George when I want him to wear his ring. I feel Yeah, like- you are. I mean, I, <laughs> you're trying to top him. I know. Well, I know. We'll see at this point. Just I own get him a, in the bedroom. Get him, but... get him a collar, and you know, there you go. Oh yeah, you got to get the BDSM collars, which sometimes I make. Oh, geez. I got you. So I wonder if it would have been an issue. So for Sarah, let's uh, let's set this scenario up. Let's okay. say they weren't a bartender. Let's say they were a lawyer, and they didn't want to wear their ring. Mm. Then I'd, what would it be? I hate it. Re- I hate it in any scenario. See, I would be with you at that point because I'd be like, why? Don't you want to wear your ring as a lawyer? Because, see, as a bartender, I could see, like Vicky brought up on the main show, you know it could get dirty. You could drop yeah. it. You could lose it. But if you're doing a job that doesn't require you to you know, necessarily manage labor or something, or maybe you're just like a lawyer. The only reason, well, first of all, the only reason she's not wearing this ring is not because it's going to get dirty. If it's like a diamond or whatever, they're indestructible, and you get the free cleanings so- all the time. <laughs> oh, I've seen how dirty those rings so- can get for a hairdresser. Oh, it's so gross and awesome, satisfying to watch them clean. <laughs> so the only reason why she's wearing it is for better tips. She's not scared because it's going to get filthy or whatever. So, I mean, a lawyer, it's pretty much like, well, what are you doing when right. you're off? So I do have another question. The judge. One, hey. <laughs> there's this trend I saw the, a bunch of servers and bartenders on TikTok do. The, the one gal said, hey, whenever I wear two pigtails, like that schoolgirl vibe, I make a crap ton more money as a server. Right. Because you kind of are playing into that fantasy. And what if she decided, okay, well, I'll wear my ring, but I'm going to wear this schoolgirl look. And she starts making a bunch more tips. She's still showing that she's engaged and everything. But, like, would he have the right to be like, I don't want you to wear those ponytails because you're getting more tips. More guys are giving you attention. Would that be the same thing? Or would you be like, no, I'm going to still wear my ponytails? No, I mean, wear your ponytails. That's different. You're still, like, gift. you're still wearing the engagement ring that he bought you. But you're looking, quote unquote, more desirable to men on purpose. So that's where it becomes kind of like a possessive thing. Okay. I just wanted to cure. I was curious yeah. to hear I mean, your guys' stance on something like that. No? Mm. Pigtails, like if your girlfriend's looking like extra cute. I, I wore, I got For the, lack of a better word, slutty. The Victoria's Secret double push-up bra to make my boobs look like I actually had boobs when I served. You know, like you just wear whatever whatever you feel comfortable wearing. But like, yes, of course, sex sells and whatnot. But 
if I was a dude, you know, I would still, if you were wearing the ring, then you're wearing the ring, you know. But, of course, that's a whole other line, too. I mean, if some person doesn't, you know, if you're working at Hooters and they don't appreciate you working at Hooters because they think you're so, showing too much skin, then you guys have to have that conversation and maybe have that compromise. I don't know. You know? Oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Weird scenario. <laughs> Let's say you're working at Hooters and the Hooters management says that you wearing your ring is going to cause them to make less money. And your significant other is like, hey, I'm not comfortable with you taking your ring off, but you will then get fired from Hooters. Um, Sarah's going to get him, make him get another job. That's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Literally, like, I'm picturing me in the Hooters outfit, and then you say, J-Rubs has to get another job. Now I'm like, ooh, J-Rubs is in the Hooters outfit? Okay. <laughs> Those thick legs and the, and the tights? Y'all know what I'm, th- you know, y'all know what I'm picturing. Because it sounds like, Sarah, your problem with the not wearing the ring is that he's not showing his commitment to your relationship almost. Where you're like, this ring is a symbol of what we have done together. I want to celebrate that, and I want that to be out and about to everyone to know. Right. Not necessarily the money. But, but, is right. it, but is it jealousy, too? Hmm. Is there jealousy? Because like, you're making it sound like, okay, the only reason I, that I have a problem with him not wearing the ring is because, because he's not showing that he loves me. However... There is the part of jealousy in there too, oh, right? Oh, for sure. Of of other girls are going to see him and be like, "What up, sugar daddy? What up? Get on this! I don't know what Big the girls pimpin. say. Big pimpin. I don't know those orange say. shorts. Yeah, Hooters so, server yeah. George. So at that <laughs> point, tan tights. Would they? Would they? Would is that? Is that part? Like how? How much of that is in there as well? Oh, the jealousy. Yeah. Oh, a lot. Is of that it. mostly jealousy? Um. I mean, it's probably 50-50, I would say. But that's so interesting because, again, to your point, he's never cheated on you. You have no reason no, not to trust him. I have been cheated on, though. I have been cheated mm-hmm. on. Uh, okay, but yeah, but not by him, though. You're in a no. new relationship. So right. at that point, like, why why can't, why can't wouldn't you be able to take that and say, like, okay, he's never done wrong by me, so I, it's okay. Well, and I do say, you know, you know, people try their darnest not to take baggage from other relationships into the current one. And him and I both worked really hard on that when we first started dating. But we're all human and we all are still like, oh, oh, I'm acting like this. Oh, yeah, because this one time when I was 15, my boyfriend, you know what I mean? Like we all still have those. Uh, hangups? Yeah, those hangups. Mm. Yeah. So but yeah, of course. I mean, like it's a little jealous. Are you kidding me? He'd be like the sexiest bartender or Hooters man server ever. And if he wasn't wearing his <laughs> ring, oh, man, all those bitches would be flocking towards him. Sarah uh, would be the one that's sitting at the back of the bar, just watching it. all the, the all the ladies talk to oh, George yeah. in his uh, in his orange shorts. Yeah. Funny enough, I think she'd be actually happy, like she'd enjoy that experience because I she because she knows that nothing can happen if she's there. And she's like, "Oh, look at my <laughs> man! Look at him go!" She'd get, I'd be like, "Oh, you guys think he's so sexy? That's cute. I'm married to him. Um, hey, stick out your ass. You'll get more tips. <laughs> Shake that booty. See, twerk, that's, twerk. That's what got we gotta dog. do. That's what we. That's the advice to this guy. Is you know what? Just go and be a weirdo and sit at the back of the bar and then enjoy it. Be a weirdo, yes. Enjoy all the people hitting on your wife, your fiance. Your wife, yeah. You're not a wife, yeah. We want to hear from you guys. What position would you be in? Is this cool, not cool? Doggy style. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Whoa! That is my favorite. I'm still thinking of my man in those types. Okay. Speaking of... Men in tights and doggy style. Let's talk about boot camp. You guys are going to be going to Dallas tomorrow. Woo! Well, you guys, are uh, Joey and Danny B, are going to be flying out tonight. Yeah, technically we get to Dallas tomorrow. Fair. So yep. it makes sense. We're flying out stupidly, and I hate it so much. So Dallas is morning show boot camp this year where it's going to be hell degrees. No. Yeah, what, over 100 degrees every single day? 
Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It's funny because I feel like everyone's freaking out about the heat and it's like. <laughs> Everywhere has AC. Number one, yes. But also the fact that I think it's just our shows specifically and then other shows. Like I have heard some shows like from because it's, it's a way basically it's a big radio convention where morning shows from all over the country go and meet up. Usually we've been at in Chicago for the past, you know, however many years. This year we moved it to Dallas. And uh, but everyone is like, oh, my God, the heat. And I'm like, well, you're clearly not from like the southwest where 107 degree heat is pretty typical. Like, so is, is New Mexico where you're from kind of like Arizona where it's a dry heat or is it's very humid? It's dry. However, the humidity doesn't kill me, though. Like I, I've we I spent a, a good chunk of one summer in Florida and that oh, was God. like, you know, it's very much you walk out and it's 100 percent humidity, 100 percent, 100 degrees outside. This is 50 percent humidity. So it's not going to be fun. But I, I think that I think I think we'll be OK. Uh, just the humidity yesterday because I had to move some stuff outside. I had to I'm, I have my inhaler today because it's been bugging me ah. like I, I am such a wuss when it comes to humidity and heat but our, for one I need you to to promise me you're going to apply and reapply sunscreen when you are outside please and thank you yeah I'm not bringing any but it's <laughs> definitely on my uh, my uh, thing to get Oh, I'm not going to be there this year, uh, so it is not going to be something that you can be like, Vicky, what, search your giant bag. I need sunscreen, which yeah. usually is It'll what probably happens. be like my first stop because Fair. I probably need like a big bottle. So yeah. I don't want to, I don't know, put that in my carry-on. Sunscreen my and carry-on. alcohol, and then we're hitting the pool. <laughs> there is an infinity pool at this oh, Dallas so uh, cool. thing. I'm excited about that because we've never ha- – well, n- I don't say never. We haven't had a pool at a at a radio convention in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And the time that we did go, I don't know if you guys remember, it was in Atlanta. And it was like gray outside. Pouring rain, right? Uh, yeah. Some of our coworkers came out wearing only bathrobes. It was a weird experience that oh, night. Yeah, we ran through the rain. I remember doing that. <sighs> was it like a pool orgy? I wasn't there for that. So you weren't. Like that was the year that you broke your foot. Yeah. Was it a pool orgy? Did I really miss out something well, good? Well, for uh, for our show, I mean, there was no <laughs> there was no one else there. Although I will say, okay. at one of these conventions, and it was I think one of the first ones I ever went to that was in Miami. Uh, I they had like six pools the hotel we were staying oh, at, God. and I wanted to like go into every single pool like at least once. And I went into like the hidden one at the very uh, like end of the night, and there was a couple doing it in there. So I was like, nope, nope, can't do it. Got to go. Wow. It's so I didn't catch somebody banging. It's funny you say that because I feel like that's been my goal every time I've gone to Vegas. And I haven't gone to Vegas that many times. I went for Sarah's wedding one time to go see Blink-182 when they canceled. And oh. that, and, and then one time before that to see a Newfound Glory and Yellow Card concert. And... Always my goal is I just want to spend a day in the pool. Still has not happened yet. I was going to say, check back next week to see if we actually make it in the pool in Dallas. I think we're going to. I swear every every time, oh, there's a pool. We should have. I've never been in a pool on these trips ever. Mm. And this is outside. Yeah. We're going to be in 100 degree weather. Like the pool feel okay, but not not that okay. It's going to be awesome. The inside will feel way better. Hot tub so party. That's what she said. Uh, in my bathtub. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so what do you guys have planned? Because if you may not be in the pool, I heard something about going to a liquor store. What events do you have planned aside from actually I've, going to well, the this training? Is, this is a, this is a surprise for Joey. Uh, oh, no. You're welcome. What? In the Boom Boom Room, there's already alcohol wait, pre-purchased waiting for us and boom, ready boom, to go. Is that the name of your room? Boom, that's a, that's yes, the name boom, of our room boom, every time, Joey and I. I yeah. But that's that's anytime we go anywhere. Like, that's not just morning the or morning the radio convention. Yeah, yeah. And there's ever, never any action, so... 
Uh, you don't know what happens in the boom room, Sarah. You actually don't know. It's like the quiet room. There's an exclusive guest list, and I am a bouncer. (laughs) So you're the only one there. Yeah. Yeah. So so of course, there's action happening. (laughs) Very exclusive (laughs) with Pamela Henderson. Anyways, Uh, liquor stores. Liquor stores will be happening. Uh, I know that we're talking about going to a couple of different food spots. I know. Yes, tomorrow, Joe and I are getting treated to some barbecue, Mm. uh, and Joe's going to have mac and cheese because he doesn't really. Meat. I was going to say, Joe, you're going to kill your stomach, but good luck. Oh, no, don't worry. No red meat until maybe Saturday. Oh, God. <laughs> no. And then we're going to a place called the Slutty Vegan, which we talked about on air Woo! this morning. And I'm actually kind of stoked to go check this place out. Yes, everything I can eat. Okay, Sarah eats like like three pieces of lettuce, and she's like, I'm full. I eat sluts and vegans. Wow. <laughs> I, I wish they had that as a shirt. I eat sluts and I'm also vegan. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't count, right? No. no I was going to ask so. if you if they have uh, sweatpants, if you guys could get me some and I'll send you monies. Oh. oh. They had some cool pants, sweatpants. Huh? Oh, okay. Interesting. I was looking at their uh, Instagrams. Yeah. And then uh, Joe and I are actually, we're, it's a new take for Joe and I this year because we're actually helping out at Morning Show Boot Camp oh. and helping work. So we're actually going to have to sit through all of the panels, which is something that I've never done before oh boy i'm going to lift the chairs and move them. oh chairs i thought you said i'm going chads. to lift the chairs i'm like why are you lifting chairs? Move the tables he's doing all those things in the boom boom Hoist. room i will say that my favorite part about joe though is he's always been uh, he's always since i told him he was going to be helping me out he was like oh Danny can't drink then. And I'm like, Joe, you're going to be taking shots at 8 a.m. It's going to be amazing. For those who don't know, Danny has a bad history of getting me so drunk that I can't function the next day and then having me work an eight-hour shift. Yeah. So It's not fair because Danny, I swear, is not human. Thank you. He does not get hungover. I know. I've never seen this before in any person I've ever met. The closest I've ever seen him hungover was at a previous boot camp where you vomited in the bar. And I also was not hungover. I, I, oh, that was during the, the process of drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, no, that was bad. That That's was just closest, so drunk. Though. I haven't. I think honestly, that was probably the last time that I got super drunk. Oh, I like, can think of one other of, time to the point of throwing up. What did I? Do? Sarah's wedding when you turned bright red and had to pass out for two hours. I didn't, I didn't throw up though. No, but you did were super drunk. Uh, <laughs> or 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 the time we all went out and you don't remember meeting up with me at all and putting your entire white claw in my diet and coke. <laughs> did I throw up? <laughs> You probably did, and you don't remember. I did not. Thank you. I haven't been that drunk since then. Puke three since 13. Yeah, you've never puked. Okay, puking and being completely wasted is totally different. I feel like everyone has, like, a different level, like, a scale of how drunk they are. Like, my old roommate, Tahiti Steve, his was, like, I go from, man, I love you, to, like, I love everyone, to... Oh, I hate myself, and then I hate my life. I hate everything, and then it just goes downhill from there. And that's, that's when you know not a vibe. No, it is not. So that's how you know. No, no, no. He's way too drunk. Don't give him any more. What is your guys' levels like for you? Your top of your level, you know, you're way too drunk when you puke. Oh no! I mean, <laughs> like, so what are your levels? Like, I'm good. I'm pretty drunk. I wouldn't drive or do anything right now. Maybe shouldn't make any life decisions or spend any money. Like, what are your Sleepy levels? Danny. Sleepy, Sleepy Danny. Sleepy Danny. Sleepy Danny. I don't. I don't really have a ton. Like, I, well, and I mean, Sarah and Joe know them better than I do. But like, I, th- <laughs> I think that like my levels are pretty like 
for the most part, I'm like pretty normal until I get to sleepy. <laughs> and then and then I like need like a 30 minute nap and then I rally and then I can't shush your mouth, Sarah. 30 minutes really means two and a half hours, everyone. I have timestamps. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of alcohol to drink that day. But then, uh, yeah, but then I think that for me, like when I know that I, there was there's a picture, it's one of my favorite pictures of me and Sarah ever and it's probably going to be coming up on our feeds in a couple of days. Oh gosh. It's when... Uh, uh, we went to morning show boot camp and we ended up at a Jay Sean concert. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it was at this club that was like uh, our friend had an exclusive invite to and there was probably only like, I don't know what, 50 people there or something like that. But it was it was going off and our friend Rico, who we're going to see this year as always. Um, Rico. He was just supplying Joe and I with endless tequila. They had bottle service. They had all kinds of things. Then we also went and just bought more shots at the bar because I think we ran out of tequila in the little bottle service area. I'm getting nauseous just hearing. And so then we went downstairs and I just remember we were waiting for an Uber. And I don't I don't remember if I took the picture or if Sarah took the picture, but somebody took a picture and you could just see my eyes that I am just so drunk that I cannot even function. You're not there anymore. Yeah, it's you're like, there, but you're not. What, what Joe likes to passionately call passionately call uh, glassy eye Danny. Yep. <laughs> so it goes from the worst being puke, and then there's glassy eye Danny. I don't even know if the wor- worst is puke, honestly, because I've I've puked when I haven't been that that wasted before. Uh-huh. I feel like I feel like glassy eye Danny is just when I'm just done. done. Like I can't even like. And I think that was was that the time that I threw up in the lobby. Oh, I think, yeah. oh yeah, I think so. Because yeah. I wasn't at that show. Yeah, I didn't go to that show. you were in the lobby, and then she, 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 uh, momed me back to health. I don't know if that's a word. I um, liked it. Momed me. Momed me. I remember that. I think that specific trip. I remember having to iron your guys' shirts because you didn't know how to use an iron. And then I had to bring Danny back. And did I put you in the tub? No, no, no. I put your no. I put your dirty uh, vomit stained clothing in the tub. Hot. I <laughs> I remember. I just remember that that was the greatest because I just remember Joe and Sarah looking at me like, "What is happening?" Oh, he threw up in the bar, and then I went back to my room and I remember Vicky tucking me in, and then I remember Joe coming and be like, "You good?" And I was like, eh. <laughs> 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 and I fell asleep, and then woke up the next morning and was like, "Oh, cool! I, I survived." So we have been to our fair share of morning show boot camps. In different locations, mostly Chicago, but there has been Atlanta, one Miami once for me. What has been your most favorite epic moment that has happened on one of these trips? Not necessarily what's happened maybe during the actual convention. I feel like most of the epic stories are after. Like the one that always comes to mind is when Sarah and I joined Don't a steal ba- mine. We joined a bachelor party. Yep. And the guy got his, uh, one of the dudes got his uh, face th- uh, smashed with a half pint glass. And then we yes. all went to the hospital with them. And, and then I had blood all over my hands. Vicky made me leave and I didn't get laid. Sarah's trying to, oh. Sarah's trying, the, Sarah's trying to bone. Oh my God. <laughs> here's the thing. Sarah is very much I can like picture. No, don't ruin this for me. Vicky. I'm gonna you ruin already it. ruined it in, no, in the moment. I'm going to ruin it. He was one of the most, you know, when you just see someone and you're like, wow, they are gorgeous. Was this drunk goggles? No, no, he actually was really pretty. Oh, no. I, think I, I think there's a picture of Sarah and this dude somewhere That's on so Facebook. Funny. Oh, he, he was so fine. And Sarah, like, we were both pretty drunk. And he was going to be all mine. The thing is, though, <laughs> you know how Sarah's like, I like to be told everything. I don't want people to lie to me, blah, blah, blah. One of his guy friends comes up and tells me, he's like, you know, he's got a girlfriend, right? I'm like, why'd you have to tell me that? Now I have to tell Sarah because if it comes out that I knew, she's going to be mad at me. So I'm like, dude, he's got a boyfriend. He's like, shh, don't tell me. 
Yeah, and guess what? We still went to the hospital, and I was still trying to get it because he was so beautiful. Oh, I was. I was trying to be a terrible person that night. Yes, I know. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Moving on. But she mad at me. Yeah. Cause... So we went to the hospital. It's already five in the morning. We were talking about how we were going to get a fifth of booze. We were going to take it back to their room, and I was like, "That's right. We have done all the things with you guys. At least one of us can get some action here." Uh, Vicky's like. I'm so tired. Oh, I had fallen asleep between the alcohol because somebody kept bringing me drinks. I was so drunk and tired that I fell asleep on the curb outside of a Chicago ER. Hey, if you were going to catch something, at least we're right there. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, with somebody's blood on my body, like Ooh. on my dress, on my hands, it is five in the morning. They didn't get out of there, by the way, until 7 a.m., we later found out. So we would have been there till 7 a.m. and wouldn't go back to drinking till 8 a.m. Sarah had one of her worst hangovers because she's not one to vomit either. And she was vomiting and making fun of me because I'm laying there in bed with like a little moist towel over my face to like ease the headache and the vomit and all that. She was suffering the next day. So there's no way in hell she could have rallied. Oh, absolutely. I could have lasted two more hours to get some good loving. I'm a real one. <laughs> I can party all night for myself or if I'm trying to wing woman or wing wingman someone. See, I blame you on this one, Sarah. Yeah. Why? Because you should have just stayed. You should have said, Vicky, go I know, on but your we way. were in downtown. I couldn't leave Vicky. You, you, you call a taxi? Uh, yeah. This has happened to I, me. I called the taxi. I jumped in. I'm like, I, we, we got to go. You could have stayed. Yeah, this is what I, I've been in this exact situation with another another girl where she was so drunk. And at that point, I was like, I don't want to leave the club. So I just called the taxi, told the taxi driver where to take her. And she was on her way. Well, you wait, could have so done I the same could have called thing. a taxi for Vicky? Yeah, and just stayed, or, or just not got in the taxi and just <sighs> been like, hey, what's up, guys? I'm staying. I don't think Vicky would have let me do that. Well, could you imagine the I'm... lecture she would get from BJ the next day? <laughs> oh, oh, it was so fun. Because... You left Sarah with five strange <laughs> oh, men in the hospital? Five is... guys, if you will. So we get into a hey, fight hey, when we get back to the front. I didn't get to go to sleep when we got back because we got into a fight. She's yelling at me, and I'm like, dude, do you think you're, like, if anything were to happen to you, do you think your dad would be okay with it? She's like, oh, I guess you're not really my friend. You just care about what my dad thinks. I'm like, <laughs> nobody would leave a drunk girl with four dudes at a hospital See, in Chicago. Wouldn't. See, she wouldn't. See, I, I, would. pro I probably tried. <laughs> no, you didn't. You just got in all pissed off. <laughs> and you what? did not try. You probably didn't go to bed till at least after seven. So we should have just stayed at the hospital with them. Yeah, no, you, we wouldn't have lasted. So, much Joe, longer. I want to pose a question to you. Yeah, on this one. there's a reason I don't go out anymore when I do go to these conventions. <laughs> Who do you side with on this one? Who? <laughs> <laughs> may mind you. I got to tell you, drunk Joe, if he saw the most beautiful woman ever and thought there was even one percent of a chance, probably wouldn't have left until there was zero chance. <laughs> So, I hate to say that, but I'm also a guy, so it's a little different. No, you can say if you're I, on your sister's side with this. You know, but like two women in the middle of downtown Chicago at five in the morning, maybe you should stick together. <laughs> stick together at the hospital so your girl could get laid. Well, since that argument just happened, uh, what's your favorite, Joe? Oh, man, I have so many great memories from boot camp. I actually really liked last year. God, he looks like it. me. That's creepy. He does kind of look like oh him. He God. does look like no. Danny. No, no he no, does. he doesn't. Backwards hat and like when I grew my, my facial hat. hair He does oh, kind of look not. like Danny. Oh, do not. Oh, oh, I totally oh, does He looks like Danny. There's Danny. Sarah's admitting something on the podcast here. <laughs> I see how it is. That looks like a picture that you and I took that last week. No, oh, my God. I'm saving this and we're going to post this. Oh. In this picture, it's a collage. So oh, it's me sitting head. next to the guy who's got his face smashed in. He's got Band-Aid. You can see my hand. It's covered in his blood because my thought was, like, I need to stop the bleeding. 
And then the fourth picture is Sarah's guy, like, pretending to kiss me while I'm laying down on the sidewalk. Actually, spoiler guys, it was me. I was there the yeah. whole time. What? <laughs> yeah. I am, like, laying what? down on the sidewalk. And I, for some I was wearing a belt uh, under the bosoms. And I tucked my hands in because I didn't want my hands to be just out and about. So I just tucked my hands into my belt because I didn't want to, like, touch a needle or something. On you the already ground. had blood on you. Yeah. A I stranger's didn't... blood. Yeah. I think you would have been okay. I didn't want a hypodermic needle maybe touching me or glass. Yeah, I don't know. But this was back in 2014. So this was almost 10 years ago. Girl. Right. Plot twist to everyone. It does not look like Danny at all. It really does. At all. Sending it in the group chat. Posting it on the faces. All right, Joe. Continue with your story. Sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I'm just enjoying this now. I mean, <laughs> well, one of my favorite moments was the Jay Sean concert. I hate to say that was great. But other than that, I actually really enjoyed, I hate this because I never want to go to the club. But for whatever reason, both these stories involve going to the club. That's right, Joey! But I think it's because of the people. Like last year at boot camp, we had, what, 20 people we brought to a club. Yep. But that whole night was so fun because we just spent the entire time drinking. It was Danny, me, Sarah, Vicky, a bunch of people, I believe. You were there for the first bit, Vicky, before we left for the club, I think, right? Um, I think so. Yeah, because we were at the hotel bar for what seems like hours on end, weren't we? Oh, we're always there hours. Oh, on and end. we yeah. were taking white, uh, what do you, pink Whitney shots in the hotel room yeah, first. Always. We were sharing radio stories, and then it started with three people, and it ended up to be like twenty. Yeah, who did it start with, Joe? Me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> take your credit. And I was like, and I love exploring the town, but I thought this is going to be dumb. We're going to go to a club and it's going to be terrible. And it was initially because when we got there at like eleven thirty p.m., there was no one in there. Literally just us and all that really hot bottle girls, which I appreciated. But there was a cover, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is going to be one of those things where we just pay cover all night to a bunch of different places and never find a cool spot to chill. We try to get bottle service. They're talking thousands upon thousands of dollars yeah. to have the spot for all of us to chill. I'm like, no, we'll just create a little dance circle. We'll get some drinks. We'll have a great time. Well, fast forward an hour. The the club is packed. We got a table anyways, essentially for free because yeah. they just gave it to us. Because we were so early. We were all dancing on every furniture piece they had in that place. But that that being said, I think it was because we were such a fun group because we we had so many people there. They didn't kick us out until somebody actually bought that table. Who was a famous rapper? Who just invited saying, us to stay? <laughs> Yeah, why didn't we? Oh my gosh, me and this other radio. I was like, dude, we don't have to leave with the group. Like, screw all these guys. Like, I could do my best dance moves, maybe be in a music video. Let's go. And the rest of us were like, and this is our time to exit. Thank you, Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> really, though. We did lose our spot, though, and it made me so sad. Wah, wah. I know. Was, that he was, was a famous sick. rapper. I don't know who he was. Yeah. Even. Yeah. Can we say who it was? Uh, I don't even know uh, who it was. Maybe not just in case, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, well, because I. I uh, I think Steve Miggs, he was the one that like told, oh, we're getting kicked out. And then he told me the name. And I was like, wait, what? And then I like looked over and then I like was talking to, because I was kind of faded, uh, my husband. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, what? And he, you know. My favorite like, part was the, the the table across from us at that club because there was, Ooh. there was. <laughs> it was two distinct parties. Yeah, it was our party who had a bunch of girls dancing on tables and drinking and all but kinds of fun. we clearly did not look like ballers, though. I oh, would we say looked we, like ballers. We did not. We looked like ballers. The other we guys. We did not pay the for only that table. That's great. The, the only reason the other team, the other team, <laughs> the other table looked like ballers was because, yes, they paid for that table. They had multiple bottles. But my favorite part was when they had the girls come over because they had like bottle girls oh, wearing yeah. like skimpy next to nothing, whatever. And they come over and the girls looked 
so uninterested in being with those guys. And I don't know if you guys remember their faces, but it was just kind of like, oh, and they were like holding sparklers and kind of dancing and stuff. And it was like, okay. And they they had the girls come over like multiple times. Multiple times. And I was like, ooh, these guys are very wealthy, but mm, like tech bros, you know. They were not drinking any of that alcohol. I wish we had just gone over and made friends with them. I mean, I you could have done I that. I think I wanted to, but someone told me not to. Well, you might have been a prime attraction for them, Sarah. That might not have been a good idea. <laughs> you could barely move as it was. No, I can move real good, okay? I see some of those videos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, no comments? No, we're mm. good. I think my favorite memory was always the time when I first met, and I just shared this with Vicky and Sarah the other day, was the, the boot camp where we first hung out. Oh. and Drink was, ticket Danny? Drink ticket Danny. And that was... Uh, Oh, that was awesome. when I worked for another company, and I was a sponsor of boot camp and not not an actual like patron of boot camp. So I had to actually go and work. But my job was to hand out drink tickets to everyone. It's a very important job. Everyone yes. was very stoked about it. And I met Vicky and Sarah, and they invited me to go out. And I had to pull a maneuver because my boss at the time wanted to go to dinner at 1030 at night. Oh. And I was just sitting there being like, wait, I, I don't know. I don't want to go to dinner with a bunch of old men. Uh, and so I ended up pretending I was sick. I don't know if I've ever told you guys that story. I pretended I was sick and my boss, uh, offered me $500 to puke on one, somebody's lap if I was actually sick. What? Yeah. And then he offered the guy that he, you guys all know the guy too. Uh, he likes to, uh, yeah, Yeah. you know the guy too. (laughs) And uh, he offered him $500 to let me puke in his lap. And this is all happening in the lobby of the of of, of the morning show convention. Okay. I end up not taking the money and just going up to my room because I wasn't actually sick. I just wanted to not hang out with them anymore. Again, old men. I didn't want to do it. So go up to my room, hung out there for like five minutes, came back down, kind of like checked to see if they left. They hadn't. So I went and walked around the block in Chicago by myself came back they finally had left to go to dinner and it was probably about 10 30 or something like that oh. i went and ordered food because you guys had gone to dinner already uh-huh. and so i went to the the bar and i ordered chicken wings and i remember eating chicken wings with our friend tim burger and i was i was so happy and then vicky and sarah show up and they're like let's go and i was like oh so we ended up at like some college bar big Django was yes. played there was all kinds of people there and then we went to detention which was like Woo! a dance club afterwards that was fun and then that was actually it's funny we talk about the ring thing because that was i was married at the time and i was wearing a ring and i don't think oh. you guys knew i was married because there was a girl that was aggressively hitting on me yes, at, at, I remember at that. detention and Sarah was dancing with with uh, with intern Dustin. Dustin, uh, my boy. <laughs> Vicky was. I, I, I was real drunk. You were just like hanging around, and then like, but I remember the girl. This girl was like aggressively hitting on me and asking me to like go to her room with her, and I just was like, Vicky, save me, because <laughs> I went over. I went over to Vicky and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And she's like, Oh, like why? You can, you can get in that. I remember Vicky just being like, You can get in that. Like wink, wink. And I was, <laughs> I just showed her my ring, and then Vicky's like. Come sit with me. We'll talk. Like, we got this. <laughs> so we went inside. The girl disappeared and did not hang out. But then we ended up getting. Uh, so the night goes on, and it was probably two two thirty a.m. And our intern Dustin, or your guys' intern Dustin, bumped into the wrong person, and all of a sudden there's. Woo! A bunch of guys around our table threatening him. Dustin about to get his ass kicked. Oh. Let me remind you that detention probably had about a one-star club because of how 
let's just say ratchet it was. And oh, ratchet it, as in dangerous. It yes. eventually got shut down because somebody got shot. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was about to happen that night. So I grabbed Sarah. I grabbed Vicky. We grabbed Dustin and we call an Uber and we're home. And I remember Sarah's like, why are we leaving? <laughs> ah, I don't want to leave. And I was just like, Sarah, somebody's about to get shot. And she's like, oh, and I'm okay. Like, I'll probably like, let's witness it. Okay, no, you were like, let's fight. So we ended up back at the hotel, 3 a.m. BJ's still talking in the lobby. Of course. We all end up back in Vicky and Sarah's room. And I remember me and Sarah ended up in the same bed and I was dying. Hey. And the only reason that we ended up in the same bed was because somebody said they ordered pizza and I wanted pizza. <laughs> so pizza bad. showed up an hour and a yeah, half later. Yeah, and that was 4.30 in the morning. I'm eating a pizza. Miguel showed up at, yeah. a, at our room. Holly. I, everyone showed up at your guys' room at like 4.30 in the morning to get pizza. Whoop, whoop. I went to bed, fell asleep, flew out the next morning at 11. And I was like, oh. that was the best night of my life. It was a good one. Joey, where were you? Oh. I don't know where Joey was. I know where I was. Where, did you never go to detention? I didn't go with you guys, <gasps> no. I had oh, drank no. some alcohol oh, wow. and then proceeded to eat about half of a large deep dish pizza with the rest of our show. <laughs> I got so tired and so full, I just passed out. That's really embarrassing, dude. That was back in the early years of boot camp. See, I was trying to hit up this guy that I met at boot camp. Oh, yeah, the cowboy. Worked, the cowboy. Never worked out. We actually- Is uh, he going to be in Dallas? That's like his oh, spot. Pro- no, he's not from Dallas. Oh, I don't know. He's a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he is. He hasn't really been to a boot camp ever since, I think. Uh, we talked for a long time after that and uh, may or may not have seen some pictures of him that we exchanged. Of oh. his penis? <laughs> Perhaps. Of the penis Jeez. variety? <laughs> oh, way to fill in the blank there, Sarah. Did he put a little cowboy hat on it? Joe, no. how many penis pics are you going to send out this, uh, this boot camp? so many. Can you please oh. put like a little cowboy hat on it? Please oh leave your God. airdrop on. Oh, please leave it on. You're going on a plane later tonight. <laughs> so. No, no, please God, do it during the convention. <laughs> that would we'll be re- absolutely brilliant. We'll rename your phone to something like Godzilla and then... Oh just, like, just airdrop it to everyone who has their airdrop Wanna open. Want to see a cool hat? <laughs> <laughs> Except I would decline, obviously. Gross. Um, I just want to point out really quick that all of your stories and your favorite moments involve me and most of them going to the club. So I feel like go! I feel like mine isn't necessarily like my favorite as in the best time I had. It's my favorite to tell. Because it was are. that shenanigans. Oh, and I looked up. I found the w- the guy who got his face smashed in. We're s- I'm still friends with him on Facebook. Yeah, you ten years later. <laughs> yeah, it's better now. Star. Ask to see if you can find the picture of the updated picture of the guy that looks like me and see if we look each other. I'm like trying. Now. I don't remember his name. You do not because he was alike. he was like a little skinnier back then. But so was I. So now that we've added ten years to it, he's probably put on some weight. He probably looks exactly like me. He probably I'm trying. looks Chicago like Danny. That's his name. Sarah was about to sleep with Chicago Danny. You guys have ruined this story for me. You're welcome. I love it. Now I'm just going to be like, I saw this guy and he was so whatever looking. <laughs> We're going to I didn't want to sleep with him at all because he was so blah. <laughs> <laughs> Why does people have so many friends? I don't Aww. remember this guy's name. Ugh, whatever. Oh, well. I'll find it. But <laughs> that'll have to be for the next podcast. Oh. Oh. Yes. We, just, we just post hella pictures of this random guy we met <laughs> I know and then we get sued by somebody oh she's a lawyer right. now uh, it's going to be an epic time I wish you all the well I can't wait to to come back next week and talk about all the stories that we have from this boot camp yes. hopefully we're all alive send I, our liver some some extra love I expect to be alive because I cannot go this year but I'm very excited for you guys I can't wait to see the pictures um 
We'll hear all the good stories next time. And if uh, you guys have any suggestions on where they should go in Dallas, anything they need to check out, please shoot us a message. Uh, What is our Instagram again, Sarah? The show after the show pod. Talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show after the show podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. Rock Rock on. on.